So how about now? Okay, yeah. Yeah, you know, we, yeah we wanted to talk about how uh, just in the, in some of the articles we were looking at, we'll try to include them in the show notes, yeah. but some of the, the way that the globalist establishment is trying to deal with the Taliban and trying to deal with them like they're like, like legit operators and, and uh, are they paying them? I mean, what, what are the details? Yes, they are. They are paying. One place I saw sixty-four million, and I'm not in front of the computer now, but another place it was a lot too. So, in the name of of uh, humanitarian aid, they're just going to pay them off. Right, right. That's um paying the poll tax, paying the jizra to the uh, the Mohammedans. There, of course, we have the Leathernecks. They were the Marines, and they have the the honor of fighting in Tripoli against the pirates the Barbary pirates, because they wouldn't pay the tax of the Muslims. So they'd have a special leather neck uh, in, in, in installed on their their armament and their equipment so that they could it help them from getting, you know, because the, the Barbary pirates always try to behead you and chop your head off, you know, so if you have yeah. if you have a neck guard, then it makes it harder. It's like, you know, you would, you would think they're doing that for um, chopping the heads off and torturing. I heard they, they, they chainsaw one guy up alive. Um, you think they were doing it to set an example, but it seems like they're doing it for fun. I don't know. That's my opinion. Well, it seems like that there's something about the ideology, the actual like breakdown of the the, the, the human discourse and the actual socialization of of the law of Sharia, like Sharia law, when you actually put it into practice, it actually like. It, it, it lets out everyone's inner bully. So if you can just snatch some woman off the street who isn't, you know, walking with a relative, then she she can just be your wife for a few hours, and you could cut her head off because she was being a bad Muslim, you know. So it just it, it seemed to entice the human, the worst human instincts within yeah. our within our our you know prim, primitive selves or something. You know, I I don't know if it's if it is inherited or if it is um, socialized. I think it's a little of both. I hate to say that. I hate this. I hate to think that people are are born evil, but I think there are some people out there that are. Well, I mean, if it, if it's part of your actual um, the, your upbringing and the ultimate highest devotion of your entire existential being, your whole life is built up towards you know as far as going to the mosque to pray. And in a lot of ways, in the West, it's it's not that you know it's it's become the the, the you know the religio-cultic practice of Christians in the West has become such that we have to just go into the into this the holy the holy place, listen to the guy talk. We get the liturgy and the little piece of paper. We so we just follow the steps, and it's kind of becoming uh, kind of ritualized. And that's that's what it's like with Islam. I mean, they have these five basic principles that you have to abide by, and um, it changes the nature of deity. So it, it, it's communicating to man, look, this is the nature and mind of of, of God. And, you know, so it defines God. God says, I want you to kill every single non-believer you find. So if that's your, if that's your, you know, that's your religious devotion, that's, it makes you, you know, there's no telling how deeply that affects the, the, you know, the stratification of personality and psychology within somebody. I mean, in the West, we're, we're told, you know, the totally opposite in Christianity, the, the Christian message is to, is to um, have mercy and, and show yeah. kindness. So it's, you know, and of course, if you look, yeah. Uh-huh. 
I mean, if you look at in Kabul, if you look at Afghanistan, and I mean, it's a really a nation of of goat herds, and they're never going to be able to ever read or write because they their whole religion is don't don't read or write, just listen to the guys who can who can read the Quran to you, and you go to mosque and you read the Quran, and that's it. So there's no like there's no geometry, there's no like astrophysics, there's no you know there's no arts or sciences, none of that is involved. So you, it basically it's it's a perfect device of Satan if you want to retard an entire people and make sure that they can never ever develop culturally, civilly, uh, intellectually, academically in any kind of way. They're just going to be because stuck you're only and doing preserved. what you're told. You're not you're not learning it and internalizing it and then coming up with it, your own opinion of it. You're just you, what you're told you, you, know. yeah, you as an individual cease to really exist. You just become part of this mass, this mass uh, body of people, and you have to, you have to uh, conform completely and totally. And then any any nonconformity is an obvious sign of of heresy or or, or or infidelity or what have you. And so that's what these guys do. They they steal some jeeps from the uh, the United Nations peacekeepers, and they just they these these Taliban guys ride around in the jeep, and they find anyone who is not listening to their absolute divine authority, and they whip them. So it's a pretty simple process. So you can see that I mean, there's no actual personal accountability. You're just either the whipped or you're the whipper. And there's you know you're so part of the, you're part of the group. Group psychology is right. is very interesting. People will do things they would never imagine doing as part of the group. But well, you, you I mean, look at those riots. Uh, the riots here in, in Oregon and wherever else, they were um, uh, they were infiltrated by CIA and then led by CIA by the, which they're not supposed to operate in the United States, but I have sources that say they were. Well, I, I, I've been... From from some little bits of information I had, apparently under the Obama administration, they legalized the use of propaganda against the American people. I don't know when or where that happened, or you know how many millions of pages of bills got passed. Or, but at some point, even the QAnon stuff is really the 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 turning inward of the intelligence propaganda, you know, stuff to, towards the American people, and it's all like a, a gaslighting. You know, I remember when you were talking about right, it before, yeah. and I was like, what does that mean? And it's it's kind of hard to understand what it means exactly because it kind of has to, yeah, you have to kind of you know see it happening to people, and there's all these color revolutions around the world, which the CIA has just brought that home here to to basically control the the insurrectionists uh, of America, the yeah, so we're you know, you know I guess we're we're moving towards. I think we're already in the state of martial law. I think that was the case whenever they put the, uh, which was the ultimate result of the QAnon stuff was when they put the the Capitol in lockdown with all the the big metal fencing and everything. You know, I think it. I think we saw the the nature of that beast at that time. So I'll tell you a, a two word phrase that that is going to be our our downfall is is um, domestic terrorism. Right. How do you define that? You right. know, uh, I mean, it, it, the, it's, it's such a fluid phrase. It could mean anything. You know, teach, well, uh, we mentioned it before, it's, it's happening in our education system. But No, they, they've totally... I mean, I, I'm trying to understand. You're not even allowed to use the, the term conspiracy theory, or you're, you definitely just relegated yourself to the fringe. But the point is, is that they've worked really hard in, in concerted effort in this combination in, in different ways to 
to put in the effort where it matters the most to uh, to, to destroy the, the minds and the, the, the hearts of the young people in the schools. I mean, and, and, and doing it culturally too. So it's it's cool through hip hop and through um, all the different. Um, the, the, the Kim Kardashian figures, I guess we're too old to understand it anymore, but through the, the, uh, the hip culture, you know, uh, hip hop yeah. cult, culture, they, they have all this influence over the young people. And then it, uh, when you give them the, the devices now with Snapchat and so on and so forth, um, we, we just have a whole different level of um, consciousness that they're building in the young people. And so you have to really be on top of it as a parent. You have to totally... You know, Both of our... Both our, your kids and my kids are, are both indoctrinated, at least to some level. Right. Or they they know that the indoctrination is there. I mean, I think that, I mean, where we, we had to go to a different school area to get the kind of school that we wanted. And, and so I think that that's, that's like paying, that's like reaping this really, really great harvest with our kids right now, but. Um, you know, so I think other schools are being inundated with the teachers unions and the hyper leftism so that I don't know if they're part of the church of Satan or what their whole agenda is, but they're definitely trying to get you to abort your kid. And if you can't get you to get, you know, get your kid to, uh, to be aborted. I mean, if you had your child, then they definitely want to take control of your kid and teach them all kinds of perverse ideas and in, 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 in atheism and also teach them to ultimately to abort their kids. So you know, it's it's an ending. It's an ending of the the, the line of, of generations. They're really just trying to cut off any further development of, of um, you know the de- demography of, of human freedom. You know, the, the, so it's it's a bizarre and totally evil like situation that people have been. I mean, it's weird to see them being painted into a quarter philosophically, so that they've spent all these decades saying, yeah. "My body, my choice." And then when it comes that that same situation is in play with people who don't necessarily want to take a vaccine, then you're going to see that it really isn't your body or your choice at all. That just it only works if it, it works in their favor. You know, it's it's a strange. I think that their their level of of, of the ethics game is that that they're going to do whatever it takes. Like I remember what did, what did the one guy say? He said um, it was the attorney general for Obama. He said. Um, you know about kicking them when they're down. You know we're definitely going to kick them when they're down. That was the way he said. You know, you know. So that's the whole point: is that the left is here to tear down your statures, you know, abuse your kids, and and just kill you off because it's it's. And you have to understand, people are so confused because it's really an extension of the Counter Reformation, and the Counter Reformation wants to return these to like colonies that belong to the kings, the Spanish king or whoever, and and, and therefore you don't have any kind of bill of rights anymore, and you know you don't get to have any kind of say, and you just you know, and so it's just, it's like we said, it's this neo feudalism, this neo serfdom that we're facing, and that's what they mean by uh, the Great Reset and this kind of coming collapse. I think that we're definitely looking, um, we're looking at. Uh, if you look at Agenda 21, all it is is saying that, there, that people have to live in cities under 20,000. They, they can no longer use vehicles or, or automobiles anymore. You can use cows or, or maybe like little bikes. And well, you can be a farmer. Yeah. And, and it's, a, it's a total return to this agrarian lifestyle where, you know, that, so I think that's back to where we started. You know, that's the kind of back to they, they wanted to de-industrialize the West. And so I think that's those kind of plans and that kind of like ambition. I think that people are sitting home eating Doritos, watching The Simpsons, and they have no idea that, that these kind of plans are being made. You know, they just can't comprehend it. I wonder if the if the uh, relaxation of the 
cannabis laws figure into that? Well, I noticed it does because the cannabis laws are fine, but they won't let you have hemp. And hemp is the thing that you really need because you can make rope out of it. And, and more than that, you can make kerosene out of it and you can even make fuel out of hemp. And you can do all kinds of things with hemp that are, are crucial. I think that those were the kind of things that right along, right, right, because, you know, I mean, those are the kind of things that, uh, that are competition for, for petroleum and are not going to be allowed to exist. But if you want to grow that bud and you're not trying to like have a, um, you just try to smoke weed, and you're not, you're not trying to have a, a, a an alternative. You also, you're not you trying to have an alternative to marijuana control. in right. Florida. You can't have. Well, they're, they're, you're not allowed to own a gun. Well, you said right. exactly, exactly. You just said it, medical marijuana. Now you're kind of making marijuana, which is just this plant that grows outside, and you're just making it into a, a medical thing where you have to have a prescription. And a well, doctor. why is why is that? I mean, opiates are much more addictive. People will kill for opiates, yet. If you're prescribed, uh, if you're prescribed hydrocodone, you don't have to surrender your gun. Right, fascinating. I, I think it's just one little baby step towards. Uh, well, first of all, you got you got to come out of the closet. It reminds me of these these sheriffs who put the. Uh, if you think you've been sold dirty meth, come let us know and we'll test it for you. You know, they, some asshole always walks in there. It's the same thing. Like you're gonna walk in there and be like, "Yeah, I smoke weed." And I'm going to sign up on the, the government medical information here. That and, and, and you're giving yourself like, and you can't just smoke weed because you enjoy it the, the way you like like eat marshmallows. No, you have to have a medical reason. Like I, I'm doing this because I'm medically I'm handicapped. I have a handicap. I have some kind of medical debilitation. I'm so debilitated that I'm going to take this marijuana. So that the whole the whole arrangement of uh, you know of the presentation of the thing is really suspect to me because I don't, I don't think I, if I wanted to smoke weed, I wouldn't need a medical reason to do it. I just like it. That's it. You know? Yeah. So there's no reason for any you know, there's, I mean, there's Delta eight out now and Delta 10 and Delta zero. And they're just as, as effective or if not more effective than Delta nine regular cannabis. Right. And that is, that's, uh, that's a synthetic. You can get that from any smoke shop. Is it synthetic? In, 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 as far as it's not. No, it's not synthetic. It's the molecule is just tweaked a little bit to where it doesn't. It can't be qualify as the same formula right. as the as THC. THC Delta Nine is cannabis. Gotcha. The Delta Eight is is pretty much the same thing. I don't. I figured you, you would have heard of it by now, but it's been out no, for I mean, a little while. I mean, I know they're doing all kinds of things, but I mean, I just, I just, uh, the way I look at it is, is that they're trying different things. I mean, in the development, it reminds me of, of the philosopher of Heidegger, and it was like the inframing, the inframing of technology. So in all ways, at all times, as we develop technology to try to help us and assist us, it, it, it really does what it's called inframing or encases us or it really like absorbs us entirely over time. So even like when like an, a, a, a pilot has to get into the cockpit, he has to like climb all the way into this thing and buckle himself in. And he's completely inserted, inserted himself almost like a computer chip in, inside the machine in order to operate it and use it. Right. And so he's so completely part of the machine now, like the technology is so completely an extension of his own, you know, personality and self, yeah. you know, so that's what happens ultimately with technology without meaning. It's not a moral or immoral process, but it's the process of inframing. We, we ultimately engage, we ultimately imprison ourselves with technology. So all, all of our, our texting, you know, it just makes it, so, you know, some guy over there in Washington, he wants to read all your texts. 
And so now we have all these kind of cool banking debit technology. Now you have the IRS who wants to watch all your, your debit tech, you know, transactions. And so there's just the more and more we try to, you know, make a way for ourselves to, to have less work and try to advance our, our lives, the more and more we give an opportunity for others to enslave us, you know? So, I mean, the way other people think, I remember hearing about Osama bin Laden, how he came to New York City once and flew in. It was one of the only times he ever was on an airplane. And I remember how, how crazy it must have been for Osama bin Laden as he comes in to New York, fly around the city, and then kind of come in and swoop in and, and go into the airport. You know, he, he must have saw the two towers there. He must have saw them sitting there, right? The, the towers, you know, the World Trade Center. So, you know, he must have been thinking, I can crash this plane into that. You know, he must have been thinking that for a long, long time, like how easy that would be. We just, we don't think that way. Or the way that I remember hearing about ISIS terrorists, we're talking about how they could take advantage of the fact that in America, we, every morning we roll out our big yellow school buses and millions of children climb onto the buses and, and how easy it would be just to attack these big yellow buses. And, and because, you know, I mean, we don't think that way, but that's how other people think about the way we live is that it's, it's, it's vulnerable and it's weak and it can be destroyed. And so I think that's what they're, they're they want to do it. I mean, I think that, now, the, you know, the, the, a Protestant nation with uh, Republican values and a Republican and Democratic government was not something that was well, meant to I last. Came up, I came up to the electric trade as a union electrician, and they support Democrats mm-hmm. no matter what. And the Democratic Party is not the same as it was 20 years ago. Right. It's, it's, it's some bastardized version of it. Well, I think that... Have you ever seen that movie? It's on. Um, a pro, uh, I know you're not big with the movie scene, but it's called. Um, it's about the witches. It's, it came out recently. Uh, oh shit, I can't remember. But anyway, I'll, I'll do. Anyway, hold on. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Anyway, no one's here to help me. The, uh, the, the but if you watch this movie, okay, here it is. Uh, Suspiria. Suspiria. What is it? It's a Suspiria. So it's S U S P I R I A. Suspiria. Oh, I saw. I didn't see it. But oh, I saw. I saw where it was on. Now, this uh, is a highly. This is a freaky and highly occultic movie that's all about like the destruction of the West. If you look at carefully at the scenes and what they're showing you, and they're, they're it's, it's showing the, the, their their goal and is the destruction of America on all on all sides. So it's. I think we've become this this target of all things that are hateful and evil and all creeds of, of, uh, you know, we're losing our God given right of freedom of choice. And that was, well, as far as thing that God gave us, he, he made us a sentient being. And now the state is God or that's what they're moving towards. They can't help it. They, they want to, in all ways, it's, it's just the Luciferian movement that they, they ultimately want to, they, they, they really hate the Jews because they really hate, that Jew book, the Bible, you know, they really hate that Jew God, you know? So there's a yeah. fundamental hatred of, of it. So you can see how Luciferianism with Helena Blavatsky and Theosophy, how they invert Yahweh to be like Satan. And they, they lift up Lucifer to be the true divine light and the true creator. And that all these false worshipers are worshiping this fallen God. And they try to say, well, Yahweh is a God of, of blood oaths and, and blood sacrifice and just kind of this dark God of, of violence and vengeance and you know what I mean? And how he destroyed Egypt. And so that, that's the way that this new age woke 
the theosophical United Nations philosophy thinks. You know, they, they think of the, um, the people of, of Judea, the, the Jewish people, and they think of their Bible as like a fallen, throwback, primitive uh, religion for a primitive time, and they can't wait to do away with it. You know, so, th- so when we have Jesus Christ come up, and he's a Jew, and he uh, was the man who, who stood up, you know, in some level against the Roman Empire, and for human freedom, for human liberty, for the the love of the human soul, you know, for that that, that kind of granularity of the definition of the person, we, we get into it, it takes us right into the individuality, you know, against the the great imperium of Rome, and so that's why we relate so deeply with Jesus Christ. But also, he so on that level, they really hate this guy. He was a Jewish carpenter. They're like, yeah, they're like, they're like, they're like with the uh, the tanks in Tiananmen Square. They're just like, run them over, just take them out, like you know. They're they're with the the the, um, the the power of the CCP against the Uyghurs when they're like yeah just just harvest their organs and, and sell them on the market you know and pay pay Hunter Biden some more to uh, to manipulate the West for us you know and these kind of things so ultimately it's, it is a it's a it's a godless level of evil that we can't really relate to because they I think they like seeing Jesus Christ up on the cross because he's just a dead Jew he's a dead Jew that. That everyone proved is dead, and he's gone. Rome killed the Jew, and Rome, Rome, that's what Rome does. Rome always kills the Jews. So it's this kind of the anti-Semitism is beyond that. It's like it's already known in their in their way of thinking that that they'll reorder the globe at will, and they will control Christianity, and they'll tell you what Christianity is, and you'll like it, you know. And that's that's the plan, you know. So I mean, I, I think in the West we're so far gone. Everyone's always like with the Easter bunny and the Easter big cat, like the Easter basket has got candy in it, and like plastic straw. It's like all colored. And I'm like lost. I'm like, I don't understand what's happened. All this weird pagan, magical, mystical themes. Really, yeah. they, they had that. <laughs> even the Catholic Church, uh, the Orthodox Church, they have a tradition of dyeing the Easter eggs red. Right. And that stems from the blood that was of of sacrifices the red from the blood the children but if you take that child sacrifice back it goes back to the 40 days of Lent when it goes back to Samaramis when you know some people don't know any of that stuff they don't know how Tammuz and Samaramis it goes back to the Babylonian the Babylonian cultism so the Babylonian Trinity, the Babylonian system of world empire was being replicated everywhere it was replicated in Egypt where they had Pharaoh, and it was replicated among the Canaanites, and um, and the Canaanites and the Philistines, and they had Goliath. So they had that. They had the whole world, you know, against Israel. They had they had all they had all the nations together in their in their December twenty fifth, you know, blood sacrifice of children, whatever whatever that was. Uh, and God, Dionysus, Dionysus was Dionysus. born on December twenty fifth, right? Because um, you have to recognize that as, as the cult. December twenty fifth. Right, as the cult ideology moved through cultures, it, it changed language. So when you went from the Phrygian or the Phoenicians over to Assyrian, to Babylon, to Egyptian, you're changing languages, you know, and you get to the Greek, and you can call it Dionysus, but once it's the same uh, the imagery, the same pattern of worship, and it's the same date, then you realize it's really the same cult. You know, so I think that's what Romanism was really figuring out. Like by the time you get to Julius Caesar, they're looking down through time and saying, you know what, we're the inheritor of this whole system. I mean, this is all one thing, you know. And so they recognize that it was at odds with the God of of Israel. So you know, so there we go. So we have the, the rise of the Imperium, 
and they have to go down and send. At first, they're being you know diplomatic, right? It's diplomacy. They're just sending a legate over. They're just having a little messenger come and go. And but little by little, they're so good with their their statecraft that they ultimately ended up. You, you have you have a, a legion that's parked nearby, and you have a, a governor who's coming from Rome who's there just to help you oversee the area. And little by little, you're becoming under control of Rome. And so that's that's the very moment in history when when this man Yeshua, when Jesus Christ, the Messiah, shows up and really overturns the tables, you know, in, 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 a, in a permanent way, you know. And so he, he makes his mark right there at this moment in time when I think that um, I think the devil probably would have taken over, I mean, on some level. I mean, that, that, that seat of tyranny that Julius Caesar started obviously never went away, right? Yeah. Never went away. You can see that it, it yeah, I'm, I'm reminded of Isaac and Ishmael, you know, they... But here's an interesting, interesting fact. In the Bible, the the true, the chosen child is never the first child born. Right. You go right through down to Jesus. Uh, it, they're they're not the first child, but in in the monarchy is the first child that that gets that's inheriting the kingdom. Right. Oh. I don't know. That's just an interesting fact. I'm just having technical issues, as usual. Yeah. Okay, well, you got to speak clearly. I know you're speaking clearly, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah. It feels good, though. Yeah, I hear you. Hey, I got banned from Facebook today. Oh, yeah, good I got banned. I got banned from my own group. <laughs> Have you ever heard of the um, Nazi bell? Uh, it's, uh, it was a... Uh, uh, prototype UFO that they were making it was supposed to be anti-gravity well I posted a picture of it and it had a swastika on it right naturally and I posted it because it's part of the lore you know and uh, you know it's not it was there they they built it but okay I just don't ever have time in front of the computer until after 10 where I'm not interrupted. I'm just kind of sitting on a listening to news because that's what we watch here. You need you need and, a, you need to get a computer. Yeah, we'll have to help you out. I was talking about that. Yeah, I need. I have a, a laptop, but the uh, charger cord broke from it on it. So the second charger cord I'll have to buy. It'll be three charger cords. Lenovo has that problem. So you just see like a fifteen dollar charger cord and you're good. That sucks. Okay, I got you. Yeah. Well, actually, it's thirty bucks. Right. Yeah. Inflation. Yeah, that's all I need. I, I mean, I miss having it because I like to come outside and do stuff outside, and the computer is bound to the desk. So. Right. So. Uh, I don't know where we left off. Yeah, we were just talking. We were just trying to get this. It's like trying to drink out of a fire hose. There's so much stuff going on. It really is. It really really is. Um, China. What about China and their their missile? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't realize this. It it actually circled the globe. Right. And then hit its target within 20 feet of its target. I don't know how they knew it was that you know what the target was, and then they said it was, it was for, uh, it was for peaceful purposes for space yeah. exploration, part of their space program. Yeah, I think that they they're trying to, to, to perfect their the technology and, and, and orbital technology, 
it, it seems like that technology, as far as the blast, it seems like they're just they, they use these titanium rods and they just drop them from that really high altitude, and it's just it's a it's a simple friction blast that's really like explosive because it's a hit so hard and so fast. You know, it doesn't take very yeah. much of a really hard titanium rod just to like blast. You know such high velocity and it just causes this massive explosion, you know? So they're not really complicated weapons, I don't think. They're just straightforward like spear, you know? <laughs> like a well, yeah. orbital spear. And it just, it can, it can probably blow up a city. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they can be, they can be nuclear, fit with nuclear yeah. arms. I think you could. It wouldn't take much too because it's already very destructive, I think, the way it, they work. Currently, the ICBMs are, are, com- the analogy is that it's like hitting a bullet with a bullet, but they can do it. But this is goes so fast and flies so low that or not it's not low, just relatively low. I think it, yeah, it's a bad they it's can't, probably a point. It's we probably, gotta have a whole new race of anti missile. Yeah, I think missiles. it's it's directly overhead, so it's gonna drop directly overhead. There's no way to really stop it. It's just so fast. It's like trying to drop, you know, stop a meteor. You know, yeah, that's what, quick, that's what I thought too. In seconds, I think that in 10 seconds you'd be out of there. So I don't know how you block that. It's not like it's coming from another continent and going way up in the atmosphere and traveling for 3,000 miles. It's like, and then they just bring it right overhead and just like blast you with it, you know? Yeah. Well, they also, you know, the, China, I, I keep thinking they're going to hit. Uh, Taiwan, but they they have they have the, the Olympus coming up next year, so they're not going to want to do it before that. And then I look, there's so much that goes on in Beijing. So many companies and and conglomerations around the world meet in Beijing. Right. And they have a few. They have a few that are going to be big in China. So they're not going to do anything. I don't think until after the Olympics. Or you think of art, the art of war, the first rule of war is deceit. Well, I think that they're not ready to go kinetic. They're, they're not strong enough yet. They only have two aircraft carriers, and, and they they really need to get the island chain. Like in the, you know, so that, but that's the beginning of the process of getting that. So I think that they're just they're just kind of like broaching the, the whole issue. They're putting it out there. They're looking strong. They're flying the jets over. And it'll be just a process of demoralization and grinding down. So eight months goes by, yeah, 12 months goes by, and, and what they'll do is there'll be all these different issues going on around the world, and no one will be looking, it'll be like what Russia did, and, and all of a sudden, boom, it'll just, they'll just slide it in when there's like, they'll, they'll put Biden under, you know, drastic issues here and here and here, and, um, you know. And they might even use the Olympics, like, you, what do you want to interrupt the Olympics? Like, everybody's already cheering, like, you know. Well, they're, no, they're, but the economy is so bad in China. They're going through, virtually, they're going through a depression. Yeah. Their, their banks, their, their corporations are all, de- if you look, uh, yesterday there was a report on how they're de- all defaulting on their loans. Well, the companies, what is it all through the real estate sector just went down, right? So it's like BlackRock and, and some of those yeah, companies. Yeah, Evergreen, Evergreen. Evergreen, the one with that they had to put. They had to put the safety nets outside the buildings to keep the people from killing themselves because their jobs were so horrible that they were jumping out of these buildings. These were the microprocessors and 
and computer chips. Yeah, and they're working for nothing because they their 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 government is a bunch of thieves, and they constantly manipulate their their interest rate and their money their money uh, value so much that it's, it doesn't surprise me that it all finally came to a head. And they're not going to let their military industrial complex get affected. So all the people's savings. It's sort of like fake capitalism anyway. So, I'm, you know, it's they kind of like let them think that they had a savings, right? Like, they let them think that they were going to save some kind of um, capital up, or I guess. Well, they're, they're, it's weird because they're communists, but they have this capitalist, uh, I don't know what you would call it, this capitalist philosophy that it's like a hybrid. permeates yeah. the, the, the party, I guess, the rich people. I don't understand it. I would I would love to to just go to China and just, you know, spend a year there trying to figure out how things work. Well, it looks like to me that all the big corporations are state owned, and they're basically it's basically like an extension of the military because state owned and military owned are the same thing. So, like Huawei and some of the big Chinese companies out there, even they, they were putting phones like hundreds of millions of phones all over the all over the world. Even, like, my daughter had a Huawei phone, but apparently that was, like, a huge spy, a huge spy uh, mechanism for them to be able to spy on uh, on the world. You know, and, and same thing with TikTok. Apparently, TikTok is a, it's a, it's a CCP-owned, Chinese-owned company, so as people use it, they're not, I don't think they're aware of how, how much power it gives the Chinese government, you know? And the left is still saying... Like, like this is what I'm saying. In America, like, you have Mark Zuckerberg, and he can do whatever he wants. He has all this, like, godlike power. Same thing with um, the Twitter guy. Same thing, you know, it, it, even, like, with John McAfee, with the uh, with the McAfee... Um, it, like, these these guys have so much power, but they, they have it of themselves in the government that doesn't have any real standing to come in and just, like, own them, you know? So... They, they cooperate with the Democrat Party, but they don't necessarily have to, in my mind. But in China, I think that if you have a large company, they're going to come in there and they're going to tell you what to do, and you're just going to be part of the government, you know? Well, what do you do? Buy American is racist to say buy American. Right. And to to, to promote buy American products. I mean, Trump tried to get as many corporations back. Everything, everything is back. racist. Everything is racist now. Everything. So... Period. Yeah. So, yeah, I saw a lot of jobs where the, the the materials had to be like all, you know, it was all labeled "Made in America," like all, all the, the school jobs where they require. And not too long ago, I need to I need to look this back up. But India, India had a big skirmish with China. They they fight over this region between India and China. The Kashmir. Uh, it might be part of Kashmir. They fight Pakistan over Kashmir, but it, it might be in Kashmir as well. But if you watch, if you watch them change the guards at the gates to Kashmir, they open the gates and close them. The soldiers march past each other or up to each other like it's just awful hatred towards each other, and they slam the gates shut. It's really cool to watch it. We need to concentrate more on India. India is our friend. But they're they, well. They're part of what they call so strategic force with China. Yeah, they call it, they call it the Quad. So I think the Quad nations right now, if I remember, are Australia, India, Japan, and America. So those Quad nations right now are like, if you look it up, are the ones who are like major players 
And we have major concerns because the, 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 the Chinese think that the Sea of Japan and all the different areas in the area are just basically there, there for them to, uh, they're, they're kind of bolstering up their power. Sorry, I'm just, yeah, it, you got me after the, work. The Hindus, so. I don't know about the Muslims, but Hindus definitely, as generalization, they hate China. They hate them. That's, that's I, have a, I have a friend that lives in India. He's a, he's a Hindu, <laughs> very peace-loving. But when the subject of the gets, he gets belligerent. Was he, uh, what is his opinion, that they're just fascists? Or? He, they're, they're communists. Right. And that's their religion. Hmm? That's hey, a religion. Communism right? is a religion at this point. Yeah, I think it is. Of course it is. Yeah, I believe it is. Um, I mean, they're not happy to live in the world that they're that they're espousing, but they want everyone else to join them, and they insist. They're very insistent, everyone else to join. And we're marching right along with that same philosophy. Yeah, I've been working a lot, so I haven't really been watching the news. But I know, I mean... America's land, like economic landscape is changing drastically. Like New York, I know a trillion dollars of real estate capital, etc., has left New York, like state, is left, including Donald Trump. Is this like, an, you know, just one aspect of that? And then um, the Tesla guy, uh, Elon Musk, he's basically on his way to Texas now, right? Yeah, he's in Texas. He, he's like, I'm going to make money and I'm going to go, you know, they're, they're going to go where they got to go. He's. He, have you heard about his his flamethrower business? I did. Like I did hear. Like how does that work? They, well, he got this idea of him and a friend that they were going to build a flamethrower, so they made one. And it's, they use, I believe, natural gas or propane is what is used. Right. But they uh, have this awesome flamethrower, and uh, on the box it says, "This is not a flamethrower. This is." a terrible product and no one should buy it. And they sold it for one day. They sold 20,000. Wow. And then that was it. Yeah. And he's, he's in that position where he can just come up with an idea, finance it and see it through and make money off of it. Right. That's what capitalism is all about. It's like, you can see the idea, you can see the opening and you have the, the apparatus around you to bring it into being and like make it happen. And then you do, you know, that's, that's like a lot. He's, He's glo- He's a globalist, but I think he's a good globalist. Uh, I mean, he's a capitalist, but he's he's still part of that global community. Well, I don't have a problem with global community, but I want to you know keep America's national national uh, sovereignty in that environment. You know, so I think so does so do they. I mean, uh, they can't be. I mean, he's like Tesla and SpaceX billionaire elites without America. Like, I mean, they just it's not going to happen. I'm sorry. If you if you get the Kim Kim Jong Un right version of the world that they're trying to bring about, there's going to be no more. The only thing that creates that kind of innovation and that expanse of, of technology is is through those kind of markets. No one's going to innovate just to be another like another apparatchik, another like you know comrade that gets another stipend. You know that, that stipends. And like milk allotments and cheese allotments from the Stalinist government don't pr- promote new um, new medicines and new t- you know you know what I mean yeah new there's, there's such a total onslaught against our way of life I mean look at it, so many ways and the alternative is that that's that's what that's what they want for us that's what they think we want 
Well, but a, you, have, yeah. you have the Democratic Party going right along with that same philosophy. They're, they use the same tactic as, as Mao. Right. You know, separating the children from the family. Uh, it just really irks me. Right. It's unconscionable. And um, they want to replace that. They, like, it reminds me of that monkey who has, like, the fake monkey mom. And it's like just like a big monkey, like, uh, you know, like a... Uh, bottle, but doesn't know it's not his mom. It's just you know it, it reminds. It's yeah, like they a, they actually they put a they just put a wire cage with some like furry stuff on it. Right, and the monkey thought it was his mother. Right, that's gonna be the and, same. And he would be scared if he was frightened. He'd run and hug hug it. It's, it's really sad to see it. <laughs> that's us though with our with our fucking welfare state. You know, we we run to Nancy Pelosi for our 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 stimulus checks. Oh. Oh, help us! You know, like you know, they, they got us. So, they got us so bad with this because we're so addicted to Federal Reserve notes. We're so addicted to it. You can't even go to the to the IRS and be like, "Here, I got all this gold bars." They won't take it. They only take Federal Reserve notes. That's it. That's you know. So that's everything has to be all wealth and all denominated like value. You have to like come back to this like single source. So they just they own us dude, with that because people like once they stop printing it out and, and like you know, it's it's like. It reminds me of that like when you're at the store and you're a little kid and you know you put the, the quarter in in the game and the quarter like rolls all the way down and boom 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 it goes around and then like drops in the little slot and then it rolls down the little thing and boom 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 and that yeah. right, right like that's that's what the money does. Like they print it out and it like it comes all down to the economy and then like lots of people have to like borrow it and pay it back and then like and then it starts to, and then it's done, you know, and it's like it, they could spend a trillion dollars and like in six months, and it just blows right through. You know, it's amazing. It's it's a shame. It's an it's an astonishing and amount of bank credit. And you know, Iran doesn't have a central bank, uh, Rothschild central bank. And when the only thing that I hear Joe Biden talking about now in the Middle East, because he's not going to talk about Afghanistan for sure, is, is Iran is a oh nuclear armed Iran. Right. What are we going to do about that? And they just freaking Are we furthering the, the Rothschild oh, dynasty by making Iran a, a central bank state? Right. I don't know. How, I don't know how. I, I know presidents, uh, early presidents, uh, Lincoln won, but they they were they knew they knew the the horrors of a central bank and and what it would do. It's it's just ridiculous that we have it that way. Right. All of that interest that we pay, all of that interest could be going towards something. <laughs> it's, it, it's it's such a huge amount of money, and and just the interest alone is, well, they make it out of nothing, but well, the interest alone could, could fuel all sorts of things. Well, you, you, you have to understand the actual economic landscape of our predicament, because... We went from a point where we had money as, as a nation, we had gold and silver money, and we traded it with each other, and, it, and we, 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 were, we were above board, we were in the black ink, we were out of the red, and we had value, and we had money. But we defaulted so drastically and so badly and so extremely that we had to borrow money from foreign creditors who gave us money. And we never, we never, you know, we were on borrowed debt, and we never actually had our own money back. And when we when we defaulted in that, because we we that that Federal Reserve Act ran from 1913 to 1929, because in 1929 was the Great Depression, 
And at that point, when we defaulted, people did throw themselves out of windows, and, and the Roaring Twenties was over, and there was bread lines. And at that point, they just went and took all the gold and silver money out of the economy, and they just took it because they owned it. Because we defaulted as our American credit, we defaulted to these to these uh, to the Federal Reserve, you know, banking system. So they went and got whatever they could get as as collateral. And from that point on, in order for us to get any more banking credit, the only thing we had left to offer was our biological property, which means our physical person. Right. Uh, and then an actual, our actual, you know, actual per son, which means per son, each, you know, from each son. So each person that would be born from that point forward would have a birth certificate and a social security number, and they would be denominated, and they would be counted, and, and all of us have this situation where we're, our, our biological property, our actual person, and, and our personal sovereignty, I guess, is bound up with this huge, this huge um, banking credit that we're on right now. So but it only works if everyone believes it. It's like voodoo. Well, it only works it, it, because at some point people aren't going to stand for it. I well, don't know how think about think about how it works. Even when you go into Publix now and you slip the money in the machine, it says notes. So we're, yeah. we're, we're well past the part where we even think we have dollars. And at this point, the way it works is like the whole system is is, bought, is like set up with these chips. So you have to have chip cards. And even if you want to go on Amazon and punch the digits in and watch a movie, or you want to swipe and get like Little Caesars and get some pizza, you got to have these cards. And they got the only banking instrument that they take is the Federal Reserve notes. So, I mean... There's really no other way to really use this system without it. You know, that you can't. You, I, I mean, I've saved up different kinds of things of value, but they, you know, you can't go in and spend them in in, in, in the system. So it, it is getting, and it's crazy because it's built. It's building up in this culmination point where it's really getting really easy to use Cash App and to use like to you know, buy cryptocurrencies and do all this stuff. But at the same time, the Federal Reserve system is actually imploding because they can't just keep printing trillions of dollars every month you know not we, we want 10 trillion we want 30 trillion you can see what's going to happen it's going to just it's well gonna eventually be, it's going to be maybe it'll, go the, yeah. maybe it'll go the way of the templars it'll be epic yeah i mean they, I think that, there needs to be another party of the 13th i mean how, how do you do that though yeah i mean I, yeah that they just kind of did that to themselves really they should have been watching out better i guess you know at that point but they did take them out. Um, but at the same time, the whole system itself kind of went on because they took the Templars out. That the hospital or knights, the Order of Saint John, the, ho the hospital or knights, they actually took over the properties of the Templars and they continued on, and they became the the, uh, the knights of the roads and the knights of uh, of Malta and you know so on and so forth. And yeah, then, knights of Malta. Right. That's who uh, they. The, that's, that's the short. The knights of Malta and Malta, I believe, is where. Is that the lodge? Is that one of the lodges? The, the uh... well, if you if you go and look at the Scottish Rite Lodge, and they're 30, 30, 33 degrees. If you get up to the thirtieth, the thirty first, and the thirty second, you'll see that they're the, the knighthood degrees. So they have the the, the order of the the, the the knight of Malta order, and they have the the, the Templar uh, knight order, and they have the the you know, the, the, the the rose uh, the rose the rose cross. Um, yeah, the Rose Cross Knight Order. Like if you look, the, the, you know the Rose Cross, which is the Rosicrucian. So those, all those different kind of uh, the esoteric schools are, are kind of uh, considered, taken into consideration in each of those degrees. 
So at that point, I think that it's recognized that you're an enforcer of the nobility, that you're serving the aristocracy, that, and that's where the Roman church that's plays. Is. Yeah. That's where the Roman church plays such a central role because they come in and they coronate and they choose the decider. They decide, yes, this king right here is, is good and we back him or, or they tear him down. So they, they, they're the, the make and, you know, make and break the kings, you know? So, yeah. Yep. Let me, uh, let me go and I will get in a little while. Yeah, man. I'll hit you up later. All right. All right peace. All right. Bye.